Hi this is Chitra and you're listening to Hello Educator. What are some myths that you have heard around eclipses? How do you differentiate between myths and facts? Science educator Obili Chandran is here to demystify some presumptions and superstitions about eclipses that were born over the years. Hi, I'm Mango Science uh, Radio listeners. Obili Chandran here again. So this week I'm uh, rather excited. I think uh, you have heard of my a previous episode where I talked about the upcoming solar eclipse. So this episode is also related to that. Maybe I'll do one or two more episodes. before uh, the eclipse arrives uh, which happens on 21st june 2020 so today i'm going to talk about the superstitions and the myths around eclipses so before i uh, talk about the superstitions and myths that that's around the solar eclipses or eclipses in general let, let me uh, take you back to about 2000 years back or about 3000 years back what would have people thought about it so uh, there is uh, across different cultures and civilizations uh, over the last uh, several millennia people of course have observed eclipses eclipses are not new to us the people would have observed it about 2000 years ago as well but what was back then uh, that was not the case that is today is that pe- people did not understand understand rather what an eclipse was so so different uh, um, cultures came up with their own mythologies like so most of them uh, assuming the sun to be eaten uh, for example chinese it was a dragon feasting on the sun and um, uh i think in vietnam people were thinking uh, there was a dog that was uh, uh, hiding the sun or eating on the sun and in hindu mythology we have uh, rahu's head being beheaded uh, so it flies off and goes in front of the sun blocking the sun so uh, in fact in greek uh, it was uh, thought that the blocking of the sun by the moon is thought of to be a, a sign of anger by the gods and it was about to uh bring about disasters and something very bad is going to happen so all sorts of things were thought of course um when you do not understand something and that is a perfect recipe for disaster or or fear rather so you only fear what you do not understand so once you start understanding about what is going on around you and what is happening in an eclipse you start to shed the fear so it exactly has happened over several years following uh, the mythologies that we had uh, several millennia ago now today we have a very clear understanding of what eclipses are so um, I, i'm sure uh, anyone who's listening to this radio episode would also know what an eclipse is it is just nothing but a shadow that is falling on celestial object like in the case of lunar eclipse it's the shadow of the earth falling on the moon and in the case of solar eclipse it's the shadow of the moon falling on the earth so it's just a game of shadows between different celestial objects depending on how they orbit each other and it is quite exciting to see them in the sky when they happen it looks beautiful but the superstitions uh, may have the the very basic understanding of not knowing what was happening may have vanished because our understanding has improved so uh, awareness about eclipses have improved and we all know more or less uh, how what happens uh, how an eclipse occurs but however the superstitions have not vanished but they no longer remain in the same form uh, as they were uh, several thousand years ago or several hundreds of years ago so they have changed uh, into different uh, things that we see today so some of the common things that you may hear 
um, these days about eclipses is that it, the solar eclipses for example are very dangerous for pregnant women and and their unborn child and um, it, the food gets poisoned during a solar eclipse and so people choose to fast and and people like pregnant like like i told you the pregnant women and unborn child are not allowed to venture out of their house during a solar eclipse and um, and a lot of people are still uh, believe in the fact that it is a sign of danger so a lot of astrologers or people who predict uh, who claim to predict things based on how uh, things move in the sky they predict it is a sign of danger and they claim that some disaster is about to strike so the, there is a lot of uh, before i uh, get into the aspects of uh, discussing the scientific value of it uh, i'm calling them superstitions because the scientific evidence uh, that normally is required to make any claim is none for these superstitions that i told you and others that i'm sure you may have heard of other superstitions that i am not mentioned it here so normally i am an astronomy educator and i uh, i have observed several eclipses uh, over my astronomy career and and i have interacted with lots of kids and and in fact i have had a lot of kids whose parents or rather their grandparents have prevented their kids from venturing out and seeing the eclipse uh, in fact when i talk to the uh, kids they they feel very very disappointed uh, sir my parents would let me sometimes some of the some of the parents uh, kids parents themselves do not let them but in in most cases it's the grandparents who say like no you should not venture out you should not be eating so there are very they're so paranoid that they lock themselves up in the, in the house completely even the windows are shut so it still persists and a lot of people still believe in that and yes yeah, so like i said there is absolutely no scientific evidence uh, on any of these claims that i uh, told before that people are making but remember one thing uh, it is just a shadow so i i just want you guys to uh, uh, think of how in what way could it be uh, dangerous i'm not giving you a scientific uh, like i'm not getting into the details of it but i'm just throwing it out to you to think on this so it is just a shadow and what effect can a shadow have for example on a food or what effect can a shadow have on pregnant women and their unborn child so you just think about it it's not some a new kind of Uh, energy or new kind of radiation that that seeps out through the moon or comes out of the sun during an eclipse not every behavior of the sun and the moon are exactly the same there is no new type of thing that's being generated during an eclipse is just a normal another normal day but only for the fa- except for the fact that the moon is exactly moving in front of the sun it looks pretty spectacular in the sky but that's it it's just a shadow that you're into so if your food gets poisoned by the shadow of the moon then you might as well ask if you keep your food inside a dark room would it get spoiled as well because it's also a shadow shadow is nothing but the absence of light how is one shadow different from another shadow but the shadow could be that of the moon or could be that of the light that you turn it off uh, in the room or it could be a shadow of anything it could be any shadow a shadow of a tree so how is one shadow different from another shadow it's just the absence of light so look th- these are few things i'm just throwing up to you just to think on uh, like though there is absolutely no scientific evidence now it has been done multiple times uh, looking for any of these effects that whether the food gets actually poisoned or pregnant women are affected so uh, none of this have been uh, we've been able to get evidence like o- over past several decades nothing at all 
but still i'm i'm just saying it uh, to you to think for yourselves just ask questions so one of the one of the ways to dispel superstitions or myths is to ask questions you can put yourself on a journey to know whether what you're hearing is actually a fact or not a fact and you don't have to take it for a word because i'm saying it or scientists are saying it but i want you to be on a journey that will actually let you get there but for those of you uh, who want to know what is the scientific standpoint on this there's absolutely no scientific evidence it has been proven time and again it's just a shadow so again uh, there are a few more uh, examples that i'm unable to think of a lot of examples the people say during an eclipse the they find abnormal behavior in in the mental behavior of humans and uh, and sometimes when you get hurt during an eclipse that uh, hurt uh, remains a scar for a longer time and it's it just doesn't heal uh, soon enough and what not like so in most of the cultures it is to connect to something that is negative uh, giving it a negative vibe or negative feeling about danger and things like but not always i think in some of the cultures i think they talk about where uh, uh, planting uh, flowers during an eclipse uh, will actually make them uh, come out much brighter than uh, planted during other times again there is absolutely no scientific evidence so what we are talking here is then why do people believe in these superstitions if there is no scientific evidence so uh, it's it's one of those questions that uh, i've been thinking for a long time of course there have been people several discussions on it and why so it's something that we i, I think this is my thought it could be uh, some other factors as well why people believe in these uh, superstitions is we have an innate feeling that uh, we are special or something something has to be special the moon if moon moves in front of the sun it means something it has to mean something it it just cannot be coincidence it has to indicate something that is special so it just cannot be washed away like just another day and it's just not an accident um or similarly for i mean it is true for any eclipse be it a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse or even planetary transits so that is the very essence like we are look we uh, want to correlate we want to associate something that happens in the sky and we we are so tempted that that those things that we see in the sky and how things move and behave somehow we want it to influence our lives and we of course a lot of people take uh, consolation in that a lot of people feel good about it i, I don't it's absolutely it's a matter of a personal space and there's nothing wrong in it if people are Uh, like they have their own personal beliefs and faith but it's absolutely not science and it is not an objective truth and no the planets or the way things behave in the night sky don't affect you in any way so that is uh, my understanding of how people a lot of people believe in these superstitions and myths uh, so what i would like to say to you guys is this upcoming ep- eclipse that is on june 21 uh, 2020 is the last annular solar eclipse of this decade and the next one we have that will be going through the southern india is on 21st may 2031 so i don't want you guys to miss out on looking at this beautiful spectacle a cosmic dance i would rather like to call it when the moon moves in front of the sun blocking it from our view that would be a fantastic sight to watch and i don't want you guys to miss on this very rare uh, events because of uh, the superstitions and myths which are absolutely have no scientific evidence and I have watched several eclipses lunar and solar over over the last uh, uh, 10 to 15 years and I'm not claiming that since nothing has happened to me the eclipses are good it is not that it doesn't matter uh, to me what I say or not it is a fact a scientific fact that there is nothing 
dangerous about eclipses of course there, i i think i i should tell you about only one point that i in the previous episodes as well is the fact that there's only one harm in observing solar eclipse that is if you observe the solar eclipse with the naked eye so that is a completely scientific fact that is not a myth that if you look at the night if you look at the eclipse it won't hurt your eye because uh the sun's rays normally even uh the days that you don't uh, are not observing the eclipse when you look at the sun uh on any other day there is too much of light that is trying to enter your eye and you normally know your eye will try to shrink that your eye's pupil will try to shrink so that there will limiting the amount of sunlight that can enter your eye because it knows there's a it's a reflex it's a natural reflex that your body uh tries doing it by thereby not hurting uh the eye so that is a natural reaction that you do whenever you look at the sun and even with that uh, shrinking of the pupil you could wouldn't be able to see the sun for long because you start uh, getting you know uh, uh, tears in your eye and you quickly look away but during an eclipse it is more dangerous because since moon is moving in front of the sun the amount of light that is uh, coming drops a little of course it drops depending on how much amount of sun is blocked so your eye is tricked into believing that it's actually okay to watch and it does not uh naturally shrink its pupil so the reflex is gone the reflex it gets confused so that mechanism when it gets confused your eye remains open wide letting in more sunlight than otherwise uh, would your normal eye with the reflex would do so in that sense it is going to completely damage your eye in in most cases uh, it is at least uh, a damage is uh, mild and in some cases the damages could be very severe and uh but it could be permanent as well so that is the only precaution that you will have to use a solar filter and a properly approved solar filter to look at a solar eclipse everything else around solar eclipse is not so any myths because it is just at the end of the day a shadow and of course we'll be live broadcasting it in on on our facebook page mango education facebook page and youtube channel please do subscribe uh, to those channels so that you can watch uh, the eclipse live from different parts of the country yeah so thank you uh i'll find you again with another episode on eclipse on some other aspects uh once the eclipse is done of course i'll talk about all the other things as well but i'm so excited about this eclipse see you guys have a good hope the weather cooperates on that day to have a good viewing of the eclipse bye i hope you enjoyed this episode to receive your daily dose of science stories Don't forget to subscribe to Mango Science Radio. We welcome stories from across the globe. So if you're a science enthusiast and would like to contribute to Mango Science Radio, please WhatsApp us at 9952243541. Your feedback is valuable and keeps us motivated. So feel free to share your views in the form of an audio message on WhatsApp. Thank you so much for listening to Hello Educator. Remember to tune in for the next episode.